beautiful souls and welcome welcome i'm so excited to have you all here welcome to the podcast channel this is the holistic you being with intention the high for short and i'm your host charles chevelle and you can expect to hear on this podcast sometimes we'll have featured guests and other individuals interviewees that i invite on or that may request to come on and do a podcast episode on a particular topic or subject that they're passionate about or that you know goes along in the lines of what we will be discussing here on the high so I am extremely excited. It's been a long time in the coming, in the making of, of what you're listening to today. Here you can expect to hear a wide variety of topics concerning things such as goal setting, personal empowerment, things to encourage, facilitate, and help other people discover their passions and live a better life, a life that you are more happy with, a life that you are more content with, that you get more fulfillment out of. Because most often than not, I, I encountered a lot of things and people along my own journey and still am where you know I see certain people experiencing certain cycles of toxicity or of suffering experiencing the same things over and over week after week day after day month after month year after year and still not getting the solutions or finding the answers to the things that they're asking so I hope that this podcast can be a way where we can at least start conversations in a more empowering way to better help other individuals reach and attain their goals or at least develop other perspectives to look at things that we may perceive as problems or as challenges in our life. So without further ado, I would like to start us off with our first topic, which is going to be on the differences between friends and acquaintances. Now, I know many people may have already have had this conversation or have had these thoughts about what it means to have a friend or the difference between a friend or acquaintance and this is the perfect time to rethink of that and to really just gauge for yourself what you already describe or what you already believe to be the main differences for you right because this is going to be a subjective uh, topic as most things are um, around what you may deem as acceptable for a friend or what you may deem as qualifications for someone to be a friend for you versus them simply being an acquaintance and there's no other connotation um, on whether or not that is something that's negative or positive because it's all about your experience and your perception and interpretation of what that relationship feels like for you, right? So there could be people, your acquaintances that you love uh, and that you appreciate just as much as you may appreciate you know, a friend for the things that they're able to provide you with in your life, whether that be support or encouragement or whatever it is that you may need from that person. And it is mutually understood and respected um, upon. So one of the first things that I guess I would like to start this off with, this podcast off with, is navigating from, right, the shallow waters of small talk, right? So in this level of your social network or your, your relationship network with individuals that you meet, because I remember too growing up where an individual will in my in my familial context maybe or when you know in daycare or kindergarten it will be you know friend a friend will be considered someone that maybe you just you know didn't hate and that you just happen to randomly build a connection with or build or, or become acquainted with right that's where acquaintance comes from getting acquainted with knowing um, at least this person's name and if you you know you got along well then that person was automatically considered a friend now that now is the you know pre-elementary uh, type of level or understanding of what a friend was so of course as we all 
grow and I like to phrase this as graduate from our levels of understanding on certain topics and certain concepts that we gain deeper or we have a need for more deeper and more fulfilling connections with certain individuals and regarding certain concepts, one being the one of friendship. And this is a huge topic because what I recognize today, you know, there's inspiration behind the topics that you all will hear um, discussed on the podcast now. The one on friends is because I run into too many people today who may be at a a drought and a drought of friends or who are at a lack of having those support systems or support communities outside of the family, right? Outside of the realms of who and who you consider to be family and they're looking for that in other avenues and other areas of their lives where you would think someone would be able to call on a friend and you know these said individuals are maybe not as content or satisfied with the with the reactions or responses that they're getting from people that they once called their friend so this hopefully this episode will share some perspective and also enlighten some people on how you can better gauge and navigate your own circles of friends and acquaintances and how you would like to engage with these two groups of people. So I just want to talk a little bit about first is the dangers of not differentiating um, your relationships. So with friends and acquaintances, if you think, you know, you're prioritizing, right? Because for me and how I like to approach this conversation is your, your friends are really going to reveal your true values, your core values about yourself. So one prerequisite is before you're friending other people is to first become a friend of yourself, right? And for so many people, that's so important because you may subconsciously not be aware that you are seeking some forms of connection with other people in wrong places, in wrong spaces, with the wrong people out of a, out of a feeling or of lack essentially right and you want to make sure that you are that you're at least consciously aware of it right i feel like if your subconscious is desiring these things as long as you are consciously aware of you know whether or not you're engaging in a relationship with one person solely because of their aesthetics you, you you're lacking some type of uh, romantic or sexual connection with someone so someone that is actually a good you know maybe a good core friend for you you are instead looking at them for these outer external qualities versus the inner qualities which is what you are longing for actually on the at the subconscious level but on the conscious level you're just looking at the things on the surface one one way a concrete example to look at this um example that i just gave is maybe the analogy of the iceberg right so what we see of people is maybe only about 10 percent of them on the surface of the iceberg that is sitting outside of the water and all the good stuff all of the relative right the figuratively good stuff and all of the all of the more heavy all of the more deeper all of the more intricate and explanatory type of values our core values our thoughts all of our our past and things like this are aspirations for the future or what is underneath the water right which is why which is why that phrase is now trendy you know breaking the ice having icebreakers because you want to get down underneath on what is taking the next level and getting to know certain people so one of the things with an acquaintance and not differentiating between the two you could almost be hurt you could have your ego hurt by it having certain expectations set up for example you got you know acquaintance is someone that you just met you kicked it off with um and they are going to plan on going to a, a ball game let's say a baseball game for example and 
you are expecting right here you go with your false expectations but it's a genuine expectation you don't you don't title it as false because it's just an expectation that you will get invited to go to this ball game with these people that you just had a, a brief 10-15 minute conversation and you feel like you know them however maybe that person still sees you as an acquaintance because you did, you, they already have their friend group they already bought their tickets with the people they're going with and that is more so of a maybe you may get an invitation right but on the flip side, if this person wants that to be a, a more intimate friend setting, then maybe you as an acquaintance, someone that they just met the surface of and they don't know the they don't know the what the iceberg that's underneath you. Right. Uh, because maybe you don't know, maybe that, you know, they're going to this ball game for another friend's birthday. Right. And it, it may be an anniversary. You know, there could be a backstory here on how these individuals how these individuals are maintaining their their friendship and their relationship and it has nothing actually to do with feeling some type of negative or unhealthy way towards you it's just that you have not broken the ice with them in the ways where they feel comfortable on allowing you in to join in on that type of activity and so what i'm getting at is that is the stage of an acquaintance of just becoming acquainted with somebody versus the friendship which one key element of building a friendship with someone is is you know that element of time and the element of experiences shared mutual experiences that you go through certain things together and that thus will elevate and graduate your your level of relationship with the particular person or individuals right as i talk about this a quote comes back to mind it's one of those childhood quotes and if you know if you know me personally you know that i love i love 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 uh, quoems, as I say, um, poems and quotes uh, are a mixture of them both. And so one is from Dr. Seuss. And listen carefully to this because actually the beginning of this quote is often not quoted with the rest of the quote. So it is, quote, be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind, right? So that is essentially how I like to think of, you know, uh, when I think of the realms of friends and friendship on certain things that, you know, my friend or an acquaintance may consider as a problem or that it bothers them. Um, on the flip side now, my actual true friend and those true friendships that are honoring the things that I value as a person first, right? Because my my relationships are going to be reflective of the relationship that I first have with myself and my own values and then projected, right, with the people that I surround myself with. So if I am sure and certain and aware of my own values, whether that be right, for example, and here goes the elements, uh, we get into the elements of friendships and friends is if I value honesty, loyalty and trust and sincerity and right, that form of transparency with with other individuals, then I should also be emitting these types of or embodying these types of principles and elements myself. That way, I'm not considered right a hypocrite, you know, amongst my friend groups. Instead, I'm just healthily expecting the same type of or with the intention I'm engaging in this relationship with the intention of putting forth these elements. And as I put forth these elements and these principles and values into that relationship, that is understood by my actions not only by my words but more so by my actions and how i interact with this person or individuals so those are core values that i think are what make a friendship for me and that what i've also noticed in other people and it's what helps carry their their friendship for for the long run for that longevity 
right? Because if you can't make it through those elements um, of honesty, keeping it honest with your with your with your friend, because guess what? For an acquaintance, for me, I'm not necessarily holding them to those same to those same standards that I would someone that I feel more close to, right? Because it's not worth my time and energy. I personally believe at this point, if if it's not naturally coming about these types of honesty, if I'm not getting that, then okay, these are telltale signs on what I'm accepting as a friendship. I think that one thing where people may go wrong or off or may fall short, let me say not go wrong, because at the end of the day, I, I like to believe that most people are well-intentioned with what they do. However, we may not be conscious yet of the repercussions of how we're going about seeking certain connections and relationships will have on us later on down the line. So for example, you have this impression that, you know, friendships are easy and that it's always going to be peaches and cream and a great time with your friends. Okay, maybe majority of the time or sometimes there will be a good time. But we, being realistic in the type of world that we live in, we have our ups and downs. Life is a roller coaster. If you're listening to this now, then you know that there are times where you're feeling high and you're feeling low or at a low and high points in your life, right? So one way I like to distinguish the two um, between acquaintances and friends is having those well-patient friends or well-patient individuals in your life and these are these are people who are there for the good times who are there for the good ride who are there for all of those good memories going out to ball games going out to the movies things like this and then you have those sick patient individuals in your life where this is right i'm describing the type of relationships so well-patient are the ones that are there for the well times the good times um, and then you have the, the, the sick times, which is synonymous with some of the hardships that we may face in our life. You know, when you find that person that you consider or have developed those platonic, those friendship type of ties with, then you recognize that sometimes you may get that person not in their ideal state or at one of their lows. And how do you treat that person, right? Because maybe you won't treat your acquaintance or you haven't even built that relationship with the acquaintance to know right when they're in one of these states but guess what with your friend that that person that you built those connections with and that you have those values whatever you have described or defined as those values of what is acceptable for a healthy functioning friendship to be so these are going to be indicators on how we engage with certain individuals based on how we have already built a track record and we already have shared experiences with this person so is this somebody that you treat as a as a well patient individual someone that you're just there for the good times with and you don't really want to discuss those those deeper feelings or those more heavier conversations with this individual or is it someone where you know it's a sick patient it can be even during the sick patient phase of this individual you're still going to be there with them right so these are certain situations and scenarios where I like to imagine ahead of time um, as well are these are these connections or even in ref retrospect right when I'm reflecting on the relationships that I've already built if you're listening to this and you you are just thinking about your own relationships now you want to be able to have these distinguishers established in your life or start establishing them now even as you're listening to this or even once you get done listening to this and you may want to come back and listen to it again to just pick up something that you maybe didn't catch the first time um, just because 
it is important to be able to learn to discern, right? That way we aren't setting ourselves up with false expectations with the wrong people. Instead, we look for the right sources we built, who we built those connections with, and with intention, right? Being with intention with how we go about building relationships and not building relationships because we have a lack in ourself first and we haven't um, established or we haven't healed from certain things because otherwise we are putting those expectations those unjust expectations actually unfair expectations onto another individual right and then we just expect them to you know hear all our woes and necessarily we haven't even built up the rapport we haven't even graduated to that level of relationship yet with that person and now our feelings are hurt right so we want to be conscious we want to be sincere in the way that we engage in relationships with other people that way it does not feel like we have ulterior motives behind why we choose to befriend this person and don't choose to befriend another okay i also want to look at another form of relationship that may fall in the lines between the two of friend and acquaintance and that is going to be the co-worker right and how you engage with these individuals considering the spectrum that you have of relationships in your life, right? So whether it be your relationship with family, friends, acquaintances, strangers, and so on and so forth. Where do coworkers fall on that line, on that spectrum for, for you and your personal life? So some prerequisite questions that I wrote down that you could potentially ask yourself are as follows. So can you bring your coworkers around your current non-work friends and not feel uncomfortable? So is it possible for you to bring those non-work friends around your coworkers and you not feel uncomfortable? And then this follow-up question is, if not, then, and if you feel uncomfortable doing this, then maybe these individuals or these coworkers of yours are not necessarily your friends or maybe they don't, share the same values or that or you don't hold the same standards that you do to them as you do with your friends so there's like you know a bit of water and oil for for an analogy of not mixing well together they will mix but they won't mesh well together there you go so and this is just a distinguisher to help you figure out why that may be because maybe you conduct yourself a little bit differently in the workspace in that professional setting or informal setting depending on your job versus when you are with the homies versus or when you are with the friends and it's not necessarily a negative or a bad thing unless you term it as such it can be a positive thing it can be an empowering thing maybe it's for the best that you have that healthy separation because actually it's more so of a boundary building healthy boundaries Actually doing this type of discernment work will actually help you build more boundaries in your life. So as you do the the retrospection and you do the reflection and all of that, you take into consideration how you want to envision your relationship with yourself. And that will help you better gauge how you want to build relationships with other individuals or as well. Or even why you want to build your a relationship with other individuals because maybe you're in that phase where you don't want to have any new friends right at, at this point in your life and you can be perfectly okay with that because it is friendships are things that require time and energy and it's difficult or almost near impossible to have 50 to 100 functioning and healthy friendships right 
you know, friendships are something that requires time and, you know, commitments to. You you still share those values, or at least in my own personal experiences, right? It depends on how you are describing what a friend is for yourself. Another element that I like to think about when I think of friends and uh, versus, you know, acquaintances uh, or the difference between the two, right, is the test of time that both of these individuals may go through in your life, right? So an acquaintance, you know, is just someone that you know at the surface level, above the iceberg about, you know, maybe you know their name or maybe you know their last name, maybe you don't, but you know what their face looks like and you know how that person made you feel when you first met them and at the at the following times when you also met or encountered this person. These are the few things that you may know about them. You may not know like things like their favorite color or what sign they are, their horoscope sign or, you know, their favorite food or whatever that may be or what makes them tick, right? You know, but these things you may know about your friend. And one thing that I noticed about the test of time is that I have a few friends that live in different regions in the world, so not necessarily in the same city as I. However, now, what I love and appreciate about these particular friends and friendships is that we have survived the test of time. <laughs> so we have we have survived not speaking to each other maybe for, you know, days, weeks, or even sometimes months. And if you're listening to this, know that, you know, I love you all and I appreciate you all because we can have a relationship like that, because we have broken the ice so well, we've scoped that ice in our relationship so well that we know we know each other right we we are beyond that that simply just acquainted with each other we know a little bit more of what lies underneath the the surface level of, of each other right so we get it we don't mind we are the friend from the dr seuss quotes or those those who those who matter don't mind so they don't mind that because they get that the flow of our relationships that we're working on ourselves that we that we're working in general that we we have our families that we have maybe other even smaller friend groups or communities that we're a part of and guess what not only does it feel like you know not even that there's been months that are passed or weeks that are passed when i may link back up with this particular friend that lives in another city it's like we didn't even skip a beat in our relationship and that's the beauty of sharing the same or similar values and recognizing i like to call it a light in in the other person this this divine light of how we connect with each other beyond the flesh beyond the surface level of things you when you know somebody when you know we could take into consideration you know their past their current and where they want to be and where you want to be you talk about these um, you graduate your level of conversation. It, it, it extends beyond, you know, the sports, news, weather, gossip, hair, nails, whatever it may be that you may have, you know, conversations with the homies or conversations with the girls, with the ladies. Um, it's extended. It's it's cracked through. It's it's bursted through that that barrier that many people have set up with their acquaintances. And it, and it doesn't even feel forced. That's the beautiful thing about it, because the friendship you'll notice as as well as I've noticed as I start to open up and you know live by those values that I hold to my core. You know about honesty, loyalty, and trust, and being dependable. Not maybe always being able to be available, but making the the attempt and making the intention to be there when my friends need me. I recognize that this is thus reciprocated in the way that my friends also 
share their love and share their experiences and share their time and energy with me as well when we do reconnect. So that is a beautiful thing that I've noticed that in your friendships, the time will be almost an illusion really. It won't even it won't even matter with those real relationships where, you know, you haven't talked to your homie in maybe a couple weeks or in a month or so and you call him up or, you know, now with the busy days in, in society, you know, you sometimes have to schedule time for even those those friends that, you know, you may have not have been in contact with as regularly. And that's perfectly fine too, because that is once again the graduation in your level and in your relationships with certain people. Another myth or another thing that I hear pretty often that I would like to talk about is the individuals or the archetype or the person that 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 usually says this phrase, right? I, I can be friends with anybody or I'm friends with everybody. I'm friends with everyone. I don't have people. I don't like to make that distinguishment or I don't agree in that. Well, I would, you know, first ask who are those people that you feel like, you know, you could call at 2 a.m. and that would have your back? Who are those individuals that if you were in a rut and you were in a hospital bed, you got in touch with family or you couldn't get in touch with family and you wanted to call, you needed some type of other support that was outside of the family, who would you be able to call? How many people would you be able to call, right? To really think about who these individuals are, if you needed money, if you needed a loan, if you didn't have a way to get to work, if you didn't have a way to get to school, you know, who are those individuals that would, that would be there for you, right? Uh, and the, this will help you look at that question when you say everybody's a friend where you have to look at what values are you putting into your friendships because it is is it to always be there and then is it you know honesty is it loyalty is it trust do you have that built with all of these people are you exposing yourself right because in a way you're, you're you're opening up yourself to all these people but is it is that something that's reciprocated are you getting it, does it feel like a fair exchange with you're giving just as much as you're taking, you're taking just as much as you're giving, or is it disproportionate in the way that you carry out that relationship with those people? Is it a relationship of a well-patient relationship where you know, you're know you just there or they're just there for the good times with you, and then in those sad or in those depressing times or in those sick times, you know they're not there anymore? So really just think about how you're going about building your friendships. Because I have to admit, too, I, I can speak on these things because I have recognized that, you know, once upon a time, too, in my own in my own experience, in my own journey, I've also was one to, to believe that I could be friends with everyone or that I had that that much capacity in myself and time and energy where, you know, we're all working with the same 24 hours in one day, essentially, more or less. Right. So it, it is. You have to make sure that it's realistic because otherwise, guess what? You'll have those who you actually do truly care about or who actually do deeply care about you feeling neglected or feeling as if maybe, you know, second guessing their original thought of thinking they were your friend. And now, you know, your actions are not aligning with your words because you're taking on your taking on more than you can chew, right, essentially, or you're spreading yourself too thin. And that was something that I had to recognize where I was getting, you know, a little bit anxious now that because now I can't keep up with my relationships because I had spread myself too thin. I spread too much of that positivity uh, too thin, too far and wide, and to people who were not well, not well receptive of it or people who neglected it or abused it and then you feel then I felt right I felt very drained by this and it was because of 
moments and periods in my life like this that led me to do this type of introspection, which led me to reevaluate the way that I built certain relationships with other people and those healthy boundaries that I set along the way. I like to think of it a little bit too as a little echelon of your social network, of an echelon, a scale, a ranking, not a ranking, but a just different levels to how you build and keep certain relationships with certain people, right? So maybe let's look at it from the from a framework like, you know, we have the elementary level, we have the middle school level, we have the high school level. Um, then you, you know, you have, you know, part-time work and maybe internships where you meet other people and so you gain um, you gain more acquaintances, but not everybody elevates or graduates to that level of of friendship, right? Even once you know you you finish with you know maybe those work opportunities or internships, you go into college, and then you go into the real world, right? You go back into the real world, I should say, the real world, excuse me, um, and you are thrust out of there. You 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 are out there now, and you're. Now you may you be looking back in retrospect on, okay, who can I go to? Who have I built? Who have I dedicated time and energy to building relationships with? And it's not to say that, you know, from each steps along that echelon, along that scale, along that, that graduation um, path, path of moving from elementary to middle school to high school to college to work to real world, that you will be friends with everybody. And that's not even the important thing to be friends with everybody. Instead, maybe it's to find other people who share the same values as you. And then through sharing the same values with you, maybe they, sh they share, you'll also find as a result that they share similar interests with you. Music tastes, uh, movie tastes, tastes in people, um, in environments, in foods, and whatever it may be. Then you'll build those genuine connections once you have those values, those prerequisite values within yourself established. That way, your friends are also actually just pieces of yourself when you really think about it. I like to think of human beings as gen in general as mirror reflections of, of energy and emotions, right? Um, because we all have a gamut of emotions that we're able to experience and, and your friends or people, because everybody is not your friend, right? Or everybody's not my friend. So you, if you, when, you, when you're able to honestly and confidently say that, because it's true, there's still people that you haven't even met yet. So are these people your friend already? You know, they're the friends you, you have you, you, these commonalities with. And so, of course, it's subjective and case by case, depending on the individual. But you can maybe agree that there are certain themes that you have are certain connections, shared connections that you have with certain individuals. And that will help you even better move forward and progress in how you choose to continue to build and make relationships in your future or even reevaluate some of the people who are in those gray areas right because there are those gray areas maybe everybody won't graduate to the next level in building a relationship with you and maybe you will also recognize that certain people will maybe stay in a certain uh, level or a shell right or echelon in that in that relationship with you maybe they'll just stay an acquaintance maybe they'll actually become a stranger now because you have completely fallen or both parties have fallen off with keeping in touch with one another and those periods happen as well you know and something that i think is worth mentioning and that can be actually empowering to some people is that if you don't feel bad or if you don't feel you know saddened or at diseased because of the lack of a relationship with a certain person then it is okay then 
it is okay to once have had, you know, during periods of your life where you were at this point with one person, but because of changes in your own lifestyle and your own values or the evolution or growth in your own values that now, you know, you don't share the same values as someone that you once did growing up with. And I think that that's a beautiful I would give you shout out first to your own personal growth and for you to recognize that and to also be so aware of recognizing and acknowledging that in yourself that you also recognize that maybe those people that you knew back in middle school or elementary no longer share those values as you. And, you know, maybe they're, they're, they're not at the friend level, but if you did recognize too that there is somebody that did share those similar values back then and you want to reconnect with them, now that you are on this, you know, this level in this headspace of where you are in your own personal journey, this could be also an opportunity to reach back out to people that you do actually feel that longing to reconnect with them, right? And I believe that that's just one way to open up a door that once was maybe closed or once that was, or once that was, you know, propped open and it still has some potential to for growth later on. You just have to do your own searching. And, and own growing in certain ways to be able to build that healthy relationship to where it needs to be for your own betterment where you currently are and then also where you want to be where you see yourself being in the future to come so i share all of these thoughts and all of these words of encouragement and all of these suggestions and different perspectives with you all today with hopes and inspiring people empowering re-empowering people to look more with a gentle, a more meticulous eye at how we are developing relationships with other individuals and how we are currently doing that and how we've done that in the past to better help how and what we want to build for ourselves in the future. So I just want to leave you all really quickly with four reasons on why or four benefits of having friends in your circle as your support system um, in your life. So one is they are people that you can nine times out of ten be able to depend on to be there for you when you need them two is because your friends will keep you keep us on track they will keep it real with you or that's the that's the ideal hope right that you know these friends know you so well that they will be able to call you in or call you out on your bs on moments where you you're not quote unquote maybe acting as yourself or you know, speaking in your right mind or the one that they know you most in or they're most familiar with you in. They're they're able to respectfully and also maturely be able to call you back into being who you are and who you know you are because also you've broken ice with them, right? You've broken ice with them. You've shared that meal with them. You've shed that tear with them. You've shed blood together. You've shared experiences together. So that is somebody who can keep you on track and it is a mutual thing. Three is your friends will help you crystallize your thinking. They will help you better gain more understanding on how you are dealing with certain experiences. Why? Because they understand also where you come from a little bit, right? Depending on how how intimate you, you are with the particular friend and how well you have shared and opened up with them, they'll help you better approach and problem solve because why they've seen you do it before they've seen you overcome a ton of challenges a ton of those low moments in your life and, they, and they'll be there again inshallah they'll be there again for you when you experience or if you experience it again in the future and lastly your friend or a friend will listen a friend will just listen they'll be there 
right? There'll, there'll be that presence there, that listening ear when you need it most. Whether it be, you know, face-to-face -face in person or maybe it's over the phone or over video chat or in spirit, in prayer, in thought, you know, your friend will be there to support you and having your best interest in mind and also just to be that listening ear for you. I can't imagine or remember back to so many times where you just where I just wanted somebody to just be there to listen to what I was going through and to not, you know, project or add their opinion or add their advice. You just want someone there to listen. And so these are some of the reasons that I believe or in my own experiences where having a friend has been such a great such a great and rewarding moment when I can look back at wow I actually put work like this is the accumulation this is the result of what I've sown right the sown relationship of the seeds that this friendship has now bloomed and blossomed into right over time so I hope that in listening to this episode you all were able to think back and reflect on your own relationships that you've built with certain people in your lives and that this was also just a recharge for you all you know to re-empower you to maybe get back out there if you feel like you don't have the amount of you know friends that are fulfilling those values or those spaces in your life where you feel like you could need a friend or you could use a friend in right so I hope that you all will also be able to share your own experiences. If you all have different ideas or you define or you describe a friend differently, please do share. Um, I'll have my link down posted with my social media in the description box of this podcast. That way you all can click on. You can find out more about the high, the holistic you being with intention and check out our other episodes that are out there and available for you all to listen to today. So without further ado, I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of The High, and I look forward to speaking with you all in our next podcast episode. This is Charles Chevelle signing off, wishing you all much peace, love, and light to you all.